Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela, and today I am joined by two friends of mine. I'm so excited to have them on here. I have Paul and Faith from My Reseller Genie on here. And today we are going to not talk about what My Reseller Genie does for your business, but we're going to dive into why it's important to track your expenses, understand your inventory, know what's selling, how much money you're making, all of those things, including this awesome reseller report that they have that you can just hand to your accountant that I think everyone should have. So we're going to dive right into it. We will see you at the table. Hi, friends. Welcome. Thank you, Daniela. Thank you, Daniela. Thank you for having us. Of course. This is so exciting. I know we've talked about in the past about having you on, but I was like, we need to do it now before we wait any longer. Because <laughs> you guys have had <laughs> such amazing growth over the last couple of years. And um, I think more people need to understand what you're all about. And it's not just accounting, right? There's more to what you offer for people. And I feel like there's always this gray area. People kind of understand it or afraid of it or don't want to <laughs> approach any of it. So before we get into all of that, um, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Faith, you're a reseller. You can kind of dive into how you got into reselling. And then, of course, Paul, you can talk about how you got thrown into this mix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, first of all, Danielle, again, thank you so, so much for having us. Um, it is just a treat. Guys, we we love Daniela. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do too. Um, but anyway, uh, she, you have just been fantastic. Um, and I learn a lot from you, Daniela. So thank you. Thank you for all your posts too. <laughs> um, okay, so I am Faith. Um, Paul and I are married. We've been married for about six and a half years, right? Um, and I got into reselling. I, I feel like this story is actually a little bit similar to to many of many of us. Um, the more people I talk to, I'm just like, oh wow, like there's similarities here. So um, I was working full time, but I started to uh, develop some autoimmune illnesses that kind of really. Um, got in the way, you know, of me being able to keep those full-time hours. And so it was really, really difficult. Uh, I ended up having to quit that job. We were newly married. It was really stressful, just like financially, just trying to figure everything out. Uh, we were living in a friend's basement, actually, um, renting from them. And that friend had just sold a couple of items on Poshmark. And she was like, hey, you know, I just thought of you. Have you ever heard of Poshmark? And I, I had not even heard of it. I didn't even know what the heck it was. Again, this was about six, six or so years ago. Um, and it just like mind blown, you know, like she's saying, you know, just start with selling a couple things from your closet. Maybe you'll like it. And if not, you know, it's just like a little thing, you know, to keep you busy when you are feeling okay. And so um, long story short with that, I got started and, you know, just selling a couple items from my closet. And I immediately fell in love with it. You know, like that first sale, you're just like, all right, this is great. I'm sold. Uh, and I guess I had started in October. Um, it took me, you know, a while to get my first sale or so. And then January came and I was like, all right, I'm going to Goodwill. Like, we're just, we're going to try to see how this thing goes. Uh, and again, I just, I fell in love with it and it quickly became full time for me. Um, and yeah, so that's how I got started into reselling. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the way I, got into all this <laughs> i worked in uh, corporate accounting and when faith's first tax season came around she had not <laughs> been tracking things the way she needed to mm -hmm. okay and but i'm so gonna stick up for faith right here and say that no reseller does that in the beginning 
it's yeah, yeah. it's a problem it's true it's a, like it's yes, something it is. that we just come up again <laughs> and again and again yeah um you know faith would be talking to other resellers or on you know groups or watching videos and just seeing that again and again we're hearing this problem of like it's just a common thread like yeah everybody we don't, we don't know yeah. how to track our you know our expenses we don't mm -hmm. know what we're supposed to be doing with inventory mm -hmm. you know the list goes on and on and then every tax season is super stressful <laughs> because <laughs> and the problem has just been pushed off uh you know to the end of the year and then it's like shoot i have to deal with a whole year's worth of problems mm -hmm. instead of you know a little bit at a time so um i tried to solve that problem for for my wife with a spreadsheet he was amazing guys he came to my rescue it was like three months of me pulling out my hair and headaches and tears they were literal tears and he came home you know from his accounting job and he's like oh man i gotta help this poor woman so um anyway just wanted to let you know you, you rest to paul me. paul is great we love paul <laughs> so that was our that was our uh it was like a what would you call that what the spreadsheet? A prototype. 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 Yeah, but yeah like I, I wouldn't even call it a prototype because mm -hmm. it, it wasn't usable for the masses. It was just like yeah, yeah it was this very basic. If she has the person who built the spreadsheet here, she can she can make it work. Mm -hmm. But anyways, fast forward a couple of years, COVID hit. You know, companies got hit really hard. You know, my hours got cut, my pay got cut, That's and right. we were looking for uh, some a way to make some additional income. And we we're like, hey, you know seems like people are still having this problem of mm -hmm. not being able to track their reselling accounting. Maybe we can make this spreadsheet into something that's more helpful for other people. Yeah. And let me just interrupt you and just say that basic spreadsheet that he made for me took me from being completely panicked and freaking out at tax time um, and throughout the year, you know, just like not having a handle on if I was profitable or not. Um, to giving me peace of mind, um, having complete control on my numbers, um, and just really excited because I could actually look at things and kind of make tweaks and changes. Um, you know, like if I wasn't profiting in a certain area where I, you know, whereas before I thought that I was, um, and tax season got so much easier because everything, you know, was in that spreadsheet and every, you know, I, I knew what I was doing. So, um, but like he said, you know, just a common thing we kept hearing over the years was just like, everybody struggles with this or, you know, 99% of people I want to say um, at some point. Um, and yeah, so sorry, I interrupted you. But, yeah, um, no, so that was, <laughs> yeah, that was how we got into it. Um, mm -hmm. COVID hit and presented the opportunity and there was still a need out there. So we built a actual prototype and kind of beta <laughs> tested it with a bunch of people Yep, and it went well. We souped it up a little bit more and did really well mm -hmm. and we we're like hey you know this really needs to be a, a web app because spreadsheets can you know they can do a lot and it's great but really they're not designed to be a database mm -hmm. right. um and there's so many problems especially if you're not a spreadsheet guru of just like formulas breaking or you know accidentally deleting data or mm -hmm. adding up your numbers the wrong way there's just so many things you can screw up with a spreadsheet yeah. uh, and then there's technical limitations too like in terms of being able to connect it with you know banks and credit cards and sales platforms so we were just like this needs to go to a web application mm -hmm. and we built that and we've been just growing it ever since then mm -hmm. yeah and it's grown quite a bit um, I want to go back to what you said, Faith, that 
you like that feeling that you had of like not understanding what it is that you needed not understanding like what the scope of like running a business whether you look at it as a business or not like what that entails and I think as the years have gone on we've seen on the federal government side right on the tax side of things they're really cracking down on what they want from people and what they need and what they're reporting right all the platforms are reporting things now um I know I can speak for myself like once I had signed up for you guys I was like this is a game changer like forget forget like all the other things that exist out there, just having a platform, doesn't matter which one it is, that has all the tools that you need that is going to teach you basically what you need to track, what's important to look at, what are the things that the accountant or yourself is looking for when it comes to tax time. I don't think resellers, especially newer resellers, fully understand the scope of what what it means because it's a business. Whether you're doing it out of fun and it's like a side passion it's still considered a business in the eyes of the government it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if it's a side project for you there's still money coming in and out of it and you are making money from it um was that a hard transition for you faith to like mentally to be like okay this is fun i love doing it it's a good time but whoa this is whole other aspect that exists that i just didn't even think about or no yeah yeah, I mean, no, no, no. I I will be honest. Um, it it was hard. It it was really hard. And again, I was grateful for Paul because you know I realized not everybody lives with an accountant, you know, and can have you know them explain things. But I think that's one of the beautiful things about my reseller genie, um, is that like we've given you everything that you need in one place, you know, to account for everything. So even if you have no idea what you're doing, uh, you know, like we have so much, uh, so many, um just informative things, teaching tools and stuff just to kind of help you get going. Um, but that being said, back to your question, accounting guys, and you know, like, I, I don't think I'm, um, you know, I, I think all of you guys know this, <laughs> but accounting, it's it's a whole different skill set. You know, it's like it, you're, you're having to, to learn something that's totally, totally different, um, foreign for most of us. And so there is like a bit of an intimidation factor there for a lot of us. But one of the cool things with that is like, as soon as you acknowledge that, like, okay, this isn't going to be like signing up for a cross posting service in the sense that, you know, I don't need to to know how, you know, all the ins and outs of cross posting, like they kind of just tell you what to do with accounting. There is a learning curve, you know, yeah. but once you start to learn it and once you start to like dig down, it is so empowering. Um, it, like you said, it's a game changer. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And for you, Paul, you obviously had no knowledge of what reselling, what the reselling world really looked like until Faith kind of brought you into it. What's been like the most insightful thing you think that you've realized that's kind of helped you continue to build my reseller genie and, and keep going, right, with all these add-ons that you're putting into the product? Hmm. Yeah, I think... Uh... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So there's, there's so many different business models for reselling. Like yeah. people just, they do things differently. Mm -hmm. You know, you got the thrifters, you got garage sales, you got people who buy like pallets, <laughs> people do retail arbitrage, people who buy stores. There's I mean, so there's like people who buy you know stores that go out of business and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And 
So it's just, it's a really big world. And there's a lot of different ways that people run their businesses. So I think just getting, getting more insight into that has been the biggest surprise for me because my initial introduction was faith going to Goodwill. And mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, that's cool. And and one Very cool platform, skill set. like just Poshmark, yeah, because yeah, just that's po what I was Poshmark. on mostly for the first two years. So yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow, it's a cool skill set that she can go into Goodwill and you know find these valuable <laughs> items. But then it's like start going to reseller conferences and talking to people. It's mm -hmm. like, whoa, there's so many different ways that people are doing this. Mm -hmm. It's really neat. In so many different categories too. And I think we all forget, like us in the clothing world forget there's a whole nother world outside of clothing. There's car parts, there's toys, there's electronics. And like those all run extremely differently than the way that we do things, the way they purchase things. Like it's just, it's such a multifaceted space. Um, but I think it's one of the best things about you guys besides having a great platform is that you are so involved in the community. You really want to understand like what are these different aspects of how people sell, how they do it, um, what is it they really need to understand these different aspects of their business. It's not just a generic, like a QuickBooks, right? Like it's just this generic thing that anyone can kind of use, go on, create whatever it is. Like it's not just a generic spreadsheet. It's really tailored to the way that the reselling community works, which I think is great. Yeah, that's yeah, the goal. For sure. Yeah, I mean, um, and just to kind of go off of that, you know, we've talked to so many people now who have either come from QuickBooks or, you know, GoDaddy uh, bookkeeping, if you guys have heard of that, um, you know, to even spreadsheets that have um, not been made to the correct specifications that their business needs and just kind of like all of this. And like, we've just realized like, okay, like the reselling community needs something that is specifically made just for them. That's it. Um, I mean, yeah. So, uh, but like QuickBooks, especially, and, you know, it's not to bash them. They, they've uh, made an incredible product, but it's kind of like a one size fits all, you know, small business, uh, sm small businesses. And so with Jeannie, just one of the things that we love about it is like, guys, we only care about you. <laughs> like we only care about the resellers. You know? We're not trying to, you know, this, you know, accounting for any and all small businesses. Like it's really just for resellers. And because of that, like, there's a lot of power in that. I think um, a lot of just capabilities and um, functionality that we've built that we are working on building out and we're excited. So let's talk about some of that because I'm sure people are listening like, all right, great. I have the spreadsheet and I already track all this stuff, but like, why do I need to pay a monthly fee to you guys? Right? Like, why is that? Why would that help me? And I think people need to just, un I, I personally think, and I'm a very opinionated person um, that people need to just understand what it means to have a reselling business. So let's break down some of those, those capabilities. Let's start with the the bare minimum of expenses. We all have them as a reseller, but are we the best at tracking them if we're just saving receipts, if we're sometimes putting our miles down on some piece of paper somewhere and tracking it? Or, you know, like some people are only using the Poshmark um, sales report or they're only using what eBay gives them, but they're not really finding a way to put it all together and really look at the full scope of their business. So let's start with just the expense portion of it. Why is it important to not only understand what qualifies as an expense in your business, but why you have to track every single one of those when it comes to tax time? Yeah, that's a really good question. Very good question. So the thing about expenses is that your whole effort to track them, it's 
it goes towards reducing a much bigger expense at the end of the year. Your biggest expense is taxes, most likely. I mean, that's like, it's at least one of your big, biggest mm -hmm. expenses. And the problem with not tracking your expenses and keeping a good handle on that is that if you don't have a record of them, then you can't write them off. And so you pay more in taxes. Mm -hmm. So you're just shooting yourself in the foot if you're not tracking these expenses. And there's a lot of different ways that you can write things off. Like you mentioned mileage. I feel like that's one that really gets left out by mm -hmm. a lot of resellers. Um, I mean, I, I shouldn't just say resellers. I feel like a lot but. of small business people are like, eh, it's, I'm not right. going to do, do it. Do I really it's, need to track it? You're getting a decent amount back. I don't think people realize, what is it now, 56? 50, or is it more than that, 62? 50, 56 to 58 cents yeah, a mile yeah. this year. It's, mm -hmm. it's pretty substantial. substantial. Yeah. yeah, like it, it definitely adds up. Um, I mean, like shipping supplies, you know, mm -hmm. resellers buy a lot of shipping supplies. That's expensive. Mm -hmm. um, if you're buying business cards, uh, mm -hmm. you know, paying for probably not a lot of resellers are doing like social media marketing, but I mean, some of them are. Like mm -hmm. if you're some YouTubers. are, right, right. YouTube or whatever, yes. if they're promoting things or whatever. All right, let's talk about promotions. eBay, Poshmark, they both have ways to promote. Yes. That is yes. all an extra expense, but you need to track that. It is an expense. You are paying, that's marketing money. That's the way you have to look at it. Yes, you're doing it because the platform is telling you it's a great way to get your items seen, but that's you marketing it. Just like if you had a Shopify and now you're paying Google to push your stuff out, you know, to, to the masses. It's the same concept. I don't think people realize that that's, that you can write that off. That is an expense. You are putting your own money into this to have people see your, you know, your store or whatever it is. Um, other things I think people don't think of is like your cell phone. You're constantly using it for your business, your mm -hmm. internet. Like there's all these little things that, and, I mean, you guys listed out in your program too, which I think is really helpful. Um, because sometimes I've even gone to the list. I'm like, oh, I don't, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Okay. I can, I can put this one in there too. I think people, when they think of expenses, they think of the sourcing expense or they're thinking of rent. If they have like a storage unit or they're renting a place. Um, what other types of things have you guys seen? I guess, besides those things that I've mentioned, is there anything else like out of the ordinary that people have written off? Yeah. So, I mean, one would be, um, part of your, uh, your home interest. Ah. So like if you have a dedicated part of your house yes. for reselling, it's like all you do is reselling, mm -hmm. then you can write off a portion of the, the interest that you paid on your mortgage. Yeah. And <clears throat> I mean, that's one that I think gets left out a mm -hmm. lot. Yeah. Which like, honestly, things like that is why it can be really helpful to have a CPA yeah. um, to do because they'll bring it up and they'll, they'll help you. Like if you're not sure how to, how to calculate it yeah yeah um, but that's yeah, what that's, mine did he was yeah. like let me see how much the interest is i'll figure it out for you <laughs> i love those cpas right because i mean i mean i thought of it but then i'm like well if i do that can i not do something else so there's always those stipulations that exist when it comes to taxes so but when but when right. he brought it up i was like okay so this is we, we can put this one in okay noted for next year um sure. okay so now with my reseller genie, all your expenses, they're, they're all there. They populate and it goes into a report, which we'll talk about later on. So all these things you're entering into genie will formulate on a report. Okay. Just put that out there. People who don't know. Um, the next, which I think is very important is the tracking of your inventory. 
And I know not everyone does this. My brain doesn't understand it, but I know there are reasons for it. Um, <laughs> but there is a way to track your inventory. Um, in my, my reseller genies, why don't you guys talk about, well, I close the blinds because I'm being blinded. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So uh, what Danielle was referring to, there's kind of two different camps that resellers fall into typically with inventory. So one is accrual inventory method. The other is cash inventory method. So accrual inventory method means you record an expense for the inventory item once it sells. Cash inventory method means you record an expense once you buy it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So we don't advise people one way or the other because we're not tax consultants. We provide an right. accounting software. So I'd recommend talking to your accountant about that. A lot of accountants are probably going to push you towards the accrual method because it's more accurate and it's been established as the right way to do it for a longer time. Um, that being said, there are there are accountants who are going to be like, oh yeah, cash cash inventory method is fine if your accountant says that and you know you're comfortable with it, do that. But if you're using the accrual inventory method, it can be kind of tricky to figure out how to track your inventory because you don't just give the IRS a number at the end of the year of this was my cost of goods sold. They ask for three numbers and they use them to calculate your cost of goods sold. So they ask for your beginning inventory balance. They ask for your purchases during the year and they ask for your ending inventory balance. So they do beginning balance plus purchases minus ending balance. Now you can pause this and think about it I think it'll make sense, but at first it's just like, what the heck is going on? Why are they doing that? <laughs> yes. Why are they doing that? Yep. Yep. But yeah, so like the math does make sense if you think it through. Now, all that to say, tracking your inventory and your sales um, in a way that you can come up with those balances can be challenging, especially if you're not uh, you know, kind of geared towards like building spreadsheets and stuff like that. Yeah. So what my reseller genie does is it gives you just a form you put in here's my purchase price my purchase date for you know this item and then you're good yep. genie does all the math for you uh, at the end of the year you just click on our inventory report run it and you've got all three numbers and it tells you your cost it's, of goods it's sold. so easy it's so it's so easy <laughs> yeah my accountant so, told me to never get rid of it meeting my resilient journey. He's like, don't ever get rid of this. So I was like, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. That's what we hear from like so many of the CPAs and the accountants, you know, that we hear back from uh, about our software. So, you know, like if a reseller is using our software and they, you know, take the, these reports, um, you know, to their accountant or CPA, the CPA almost always says, don't stop whatever it is you're doing. Don't <laughs> stop it. Um, and that's, you know, it's so encouraging for us to hear too, because, um, you know, that just kind of reminds us, hey, like we're, we're doing what we, you know, what we set out to do initially. And, 
um, you know, like one of our goals, our, our big goal is to just make this easier for you guys, because um, I think a lot of you are similar to me. You know, I think Poshmark draws a certain crowd. Um, yes, I'm a very relational kind of spunky person. Um, I love my clothing. I love the shoes, you know, like all of that. I'm not very technical, uh, tech savvy. And I'm, I know that many, you know, many of you guys are, I'm not one of those people though. Um, and so, yeah, but that's like, that's why we, you know, wanted to create Genie because, um, you know, I'm, I'm not geared like that. <laughs> so let's, let's just try to make it easier. But anyway, all that to say, yeah, um, the accounts are always like, don't stop. <laughs> so I'm going to share one of the reasons why I love the inventory aspect of what you have. And it's because it's what I always wanted to have for myself and tried to create for myself, but it's like, it's complicated to do. Um, could I do if I really took time? Yes. But like, if someone's already going to do it for me, then that's the way I'm going to go. Um, so I love that I can like dive into my inventory. It's not just the, yes, it's great that it tracks how much beginning, middle, end kind of thing. Like, yes, that the report is great. But for me, as someone who wants to understand the health of their business, who wants to understand what's actually moving, what's sitting, what type of categories are just not it for me anymore. I can actually filter all of this information. I, if I were to create this on my own, it would take me so long. I love spreadsheets, but this would take me forever to like have my inventory, create all these different filters. I'm not doing it. I do it at work. I'm not doing it when it comes to this. So I love that I can do that in my reseller genie. I think any program that can really filter things down for you so you can really dive in and understand like, all right, I used to always pick up, I don't know, I'm going to throw out Madewell skinny jeans, right? We're just gonna throw out a random thing. And I feel like I'm sitting on them, but like, I don't really know if I am. Let me see if I can look into the data and really understand how many are left, what's really moving, you know, compared to the sales. That's why I love that I can look at the inventory that way with my reseller genie, because it's helped me kind of narrow down what I need to kind of pull, give to consignment, pull, send to thread up, pull to the real, real, whatever it is, or just get rid of all together and donate it. It requires work though. And I think that's one thing that, not a lot of people are like me and I understand that, but like, if you want to just take the time to narrow it down and really understand what it is that's sitting in your inventory, it can be so helpful for you to either grow or just understand what's happening. What are buyers really wanting? Because what they wanted six months ago is not what they want today. It changes daily. I like it. I, I love yeah. hearing about people, you know, thinking critically about their business and then using the tools that they have available to to solve problems. Yeah. yeah that's what that's what business is all about. Yeah. Solving yeah. problems. Faith, would you say this is like totally opinion because I have I have opinions on this too. Um, would you say that most resellers tend to continue to buy the same thing and don't necessarily look to see is this still helping my business? Like do you find that you put yourself in that situation? Because I know I have. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've, I've definitely put myself in that situation. Um, I mean, you know, I, I'm always preaching, like, look at sold comps and don't just like look at it over the last year, like look at it in the last two weeks, <laughs> you know, because like you need to see like, is this item hot or not? But yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people do get stuck um, buying a lot of the same stuff. And like you said, what was happening six months ago is not what's happening today. I was actually listening to your podcast, your last one. Um, and ah, just, the know, one where we gave the hard truths. Yeah. Yes. It's so, so good because like, you're absolutely right. I think you mentioned that you had noticed last October, November, that things were really started, like something was changing and you couldn't yeah. quite figure it out. 
but I, I noticed that in my, in my reselling business. Um, I feel like I started to notice it back in September though, like August through September, but also I was hearing it like, like people were just slowly starting to kind of comment, um, you know, on it with their businesses, you know, on Instagram and um, different platforms and stuff, just being like, Hey, like what is going on? Cause this is weird. <laughs> so yeah, it's just, it's so important to just be, you know, looking at, okay, no, what is, what is working right now? And just being willing to pivot all the time, because that's so much of what reselling is. Um, you know, it's making those changes and change can be hard, but it's very worth it because if, if you don't do it, then your business is most likely just going to get stuck. Um, you're yeah. not going to be able to grow. And change, the only way you can make change is if you have the data to make an informed decision on making change based off of emotion doesn't work in a business. I mean, you can do it. I, I can't, I can't tell you, I can't guarantee that you'll be successful, but you might yeah. be, it might be, a, it, it might work. But um, if you're going to make a change because things aren't moving, things aren't selling, you're in a situation like I talked about in the last episode with Nikki and Michelle, it, it it's hard to do that without the data. You have to understand what is selling for you, what's in your inventory, how much money are you spending on this stuff. And I guess it kind of goes back to the expenses, but it could also play into the sales portion of, you know, really looking at the sales is how much are you actually making? And is it worth your time to do what you're doing? And yes, my reseller genie tracks your sales. Um, which is very helpful, but it also breaks things down for you. So you can see percentages of what's selling and what platform is this platform really worth it for me? You know, what's the breakdown of the transaction fees? There's all ways to see this on there. And I think unless you truly understand the health of your business, you need a tool, whether it's this or something else, but I, I'm going to say this, um, that really shows you what's happening because you can make guesses all day long if you don't actually enter in the information and look at the layout you're never going to understand it and it is overwhelming and it is scary and you're going to want to cry and you're going to think that you're doing something wrong but you're not you you need a baseline you need to learn and that's the only way to do it so any yeah. input on sales is greatly appreciated <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. And Daniela, like, as you were saying that, um, I just thought of an example that I think some of you guys, well, I think a lot of you guys will be able to resonate with. Um, and before I, you know, before I go into this example, I just want to say, um, you know, whatever accounting method works for you is is the one that's good. Right. You know, I mean, obviously we are, we're biased towards, and towards my reseller genie. Um, we think it's the best account. We think it's the best accounting software out there. It's the most, um, you know, all encompassing and gives again, the reseller what they need, but you know, there's people where, you know, who just want to use their spreadsheets. Um, and so anyway, but all that to say, um, what you said about having to put down your numbers, otherwise you don't know, like, yes, yes, yes to that. And let me just give you a quick example. So um, we decided to go on the whatnot platform um, recently and just do like our first whatnot show. Now, the reason why we were okay with this, knowing that we probably weren't going to make a great profit was for two reasons. One is that we were doing it more so um, not for marketing, for, well, yeah, kind of for marketing, just, just kind of showing the community like, hey, like we are resellers kind of thing, right, you know, right, right. Uh, so there was that piece. And then there was also the piece of I've had a lot of stale inventory and I just wanted to move a bunch of stuff. So I'm like, okay, 
yeah, I could, you know, keep this for another year and maybe make twice as much, but like, I need to move this, um, you know, so that I can actually just start buying things that are on trend again and all that. So anyway, so we kind of knew that the turnout probably wouldn't be that great for that show, but let me just tell you this. Okay. And I will give you the numbers. Um, are you good with that? <laughs> all right, so we got a thumbs up for Paul. So we're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I say this because it sounds really, really good at first. Okay. We were on live streaming for an hour and a half. Okay. We, we made a thousand dollars in sales. Guys, a thousand dollars for an hour that's, and a half of work. That's pretty good. Pretty, that is pretty good. Okay. Now, you know, of course there was me having to pull out all the inventory, the shipping time, all that, you know, like to pack up everything, but an hour and a half, a thousand bucks. I was like, yeah, this is great. And then I went into my genie and I started recording my sales and I wasn't surprised just because I've been doing this for a while. And I know, you know, like the mind is just kind of like de deceptive, right? Like we mm -hmm. always think, Oh, we're, we're really, really profitable guys. We came out, um, I think with a hundred dollars, uh, profit. That's it. A hundred dollars guys <laughs> for and all so that time I'm, for all of that time and so I, I I say that in that again I think many of you who are listening you know we're cut from a similar cloth because you know we started on Poshmark we're mostly on Poshmark all that we're not tech savvy um I used to think oh man I am profiting so much but then I start oh and I used to think too that I could keep good track of it in my head there's a lot of y'all <laughs> like I'm not calling you guys out but there's a lot of you guys who say oh I just have an amazing memory I can you know I can I do all the math in my head and I think about it even at nighttime and like all this stuff guys um I think maybe one or two of you guys really do have a good handle in your head maybe but for most of us guys, like we got to write it down. You, you really, really don't know until you write it down. So again, whether or not that's you using Genie or something else, um, please guys, like you, you need to know if you're profitable and again, like the, the health of your business. So how does Genie help with resellers understanding what their profit margins look like? Is it worth it to sell on a platform? How, how does your platform help? Yeah, so there's, I'd say there's a lot of ways. So one way is for people who have either our premium or our ultimate uh, plan, you have sales analytics. And the sales analytics show you a bunch of different information. It shows you like by department, category, subcategory, or brand, like you can really drill into uh, how many sales you're making in any one of those, and also how much profit you're making. Um, you can see your profit distribution by platform. So, um, you know, that like, if you're using a cross-listing service, I, in particular, I think that can be really helpful because you can see like, all right, um, before using this cross-listing service, I couldn't go to these platforms. And so, you know, all this money from these platforms is basically return on my investment in the cross-listing service. Mm -hmm. So like that could encourage you and say like, oh, I'm making a good investment in this cross-listing service. Or it could be the opposite. You could find like, oh yeah, I'm not selling anything and I'm paying however much per month. So, you know, if that's you, then it's like, well, maybe I either need to utilize the tool more, or maybe it's not a good fit for me, or maybe I need to try other platforms. Um, I'm rambling a little bit here. No, but, you're not. No, you're not. Okay. Great. <laughs> I, I try not to talk too much. No, no. So, and then like for uh, our reports, profit, our profit and loss 
statement is fantastic. Um, you can see a complete break breakdown of where all your sales are coming from, um, how much of each category of expense you have. You can even compare it to a prior period. So like if you wanted to see this time last year, you can add that information in and run the report to get that information. Because like there is such a thing as seasonality and just like, you know, maybe October is a hot month for you and July is not. Right. Um, so like you get into July and it's like, what is going on? You look at last July and it's like, oh, okay, this, this happened last year. So maybe I need to think about working on some other areas of my business when I know sales are a little slower. Um, That's probably one so, of my I mean, favorite things. Yeah. Because I can, I'm well, yes, because <laughs> I, I need to see, okay, why is it that this month worked this way? Did it work the same way last year? Or, you know, I just, it's comforting when you think that you're failing, but then you look back and you're like, oh, okay, no, it's, it's actually on par to what it was the following year, or you're doing really, really well. And you're thinking like, oh, I'm blowing last year out of the water. And then you go and you look, you're like, actually, it's exactly the same. <laughs> there's, there's yeah, no yeah. difference. <laughs> it just feels different. <laughs> But if you change yeah. your business model, which I think is, this is where it can kind of come to play too. And let's say you went from like a low cost quantity type model and you're just pumping things out and now you've kind of switched your focus and you're doing more of, um, you know, a higher cost of good and you're selling less things and you, you're kind of feeling like, I don't know if this is working. I felt like I was making more money doing it this way, but then you start to compare and you're like, no, actually this new model that I'm doing works a lot better for me compared to last time. So I think there's a lot of benefits to looking at that report. It's not just for taxes, right? Like you can actually use that tool for your business. Yeah. And that's a really good point. Like you guys have both touched on it and I just want to kind of throw my two cents in. Um, accounting, a lot of us think it's just about taxes, but really it's, it's about information and peace of mind mm -hmm. throughout the year. Because mm -hmm it's stressful not having any idea what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, well, and let me just I, add- I get you, really stressed about that. But you might not realize that you're stressed. I just want to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point, good point, <laughs> good point. If you're not used to tracking, you might you know, think, oh, no, I'm not. But I, I think that you are. <laughs> Account, like Accounting is not just about taxes. It's about information, having information that allows you to make better decisions and gives you peace of mind. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because if you don't know what's going on, that's very stressful. Whether you realize it or not, it it takes a toll on you and it's it's stressful. You, mm -hmm. You'll be in a much better place if you if you know exactly what's going on in your business. Yeah. Uh, with all the changes, right, that have happened over the last couple of years with what needs to be reported and you know what what they're what the IRS is looking at and all that. Um, I know that it's caused a lot of stress for people because they're like, well, we, they never looked at this before. This was not something that I had to worry about. Like, you know, whether they were reporting it or not before, not my business. I don't care what you were doing before, but like now the platforms themselves are reporting this stuff out and you have to reconcile what you get from these platforms to your own numbers. But if you have not been tracking your numbers this entire time, and now you get this document and you're like, oh, I don't even know where to start. How do I even do this? Right. I <laughs> I know a lot of people went through this last year. There's even more that are gonna be going through it this year. Um, 
because the thresholds have changed. I just, this is why, like I always say out loud, like you need to have something that you are tracking things in detail. So you can actually look at this document that you're getting from the platform and then looking at your own stuff and literally going line by line, making sure everything matches. And if it doesn't, with my reseller genie, you can get down to the nitty gritty month by month and look at each thing that was entered and check it off with what your Poshmark sales were, eBay sales were, and just kind of like go back and forth. Could I reconcile every little thing? No, that was like, I think it was like two or $300 that I couldn't reconcile no matter what. And my accountant reassured me, he was like, platforms record things a little differently. It depends on like when a sale went out, when a sale came in kind of thing. He's like, don't stress about it. It's okay. But like, you have to understand this stuff, especially when you're getting a 1099 now at the end of the year. And it's like, I just worry about all those people out there who haven't found a tool that can track all this and really help them so they're not scrambling <laughs> next year and trying to figure it all. Because it's it's complex. It's not like an easy, okay, I can check this off. Like you really need to dive in. You really have to have everything written down and ready to go. What are your thoughts on, on all that? Yeah, I think, so, I mean, the first thing I would say is I just want to spell it out in case people don't know the reporting threshold. What it means is that there's a certain dollar amount um, or transaction number that whenever you go over that, the platforms will send you a 1099K. Yeah. So a 1099K is just a piece of paper that says here was the gross revenue that, and that means the, the total like sales that you yeah. made on the platform for the year. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't include your expenses. So you mm -hmm. can't use a 1099K as like your profit and loss statement. That's just your sales for the year. And they also send a copy to the IRS. So that's like, that's where the accountability comes in. Mm -hmm. So ideally you want your numbers to basically match up to that document because, you know, if the IRS is going through and is trying to find out, okay, um, is somebody not, you know, reporting all their income and they look at a 1099K that says $40,000 and they look at that person's uh, tax statement that says $30,000. And it's like, we have a discrepancy here. A very large one. <laughs> um, so a, yeah. a very large one, a very yeah. large one. So my point was just that if you're tracking things throughout the year, it's not a big deal when the 1099k comes in to try and get everything together. But if you're trying to do a whole year's worth of information entry, that it's going to take time. And it's gonna kind of suck yeah <laughs> it definitely is so i'm gonna push back a little bit because i know people are gonna say but i have the reports from poshmark and ebay can't i just use that and then reconcile that way good question that is a good question yeah so i mean a couple things i would say so one is yeah you could do that um you can do that but you're missing out on the benefit of having a sense of what's going on in your business the whole year. So like, this is kind of comes back to what we were talking about earlier with what's the purpose of accounting. It's not just about taxes, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. And we know that in every area of our lives. <laughs> yeah. um, 
and especially if it, if it's something like you know and it's it's really easy and it's like I should do the easy thing. It's rarely should we do the easy thing. You know, <laughs> yeah. Almost always. Unfortunately, the harder thing is what we should be doing. Yeah. So yes, can you can you look at the reports to reconcile to the 1099k? Yeah, you can do that, but you're missing out on a critical aspect of your business and you're going to suffer because of it. Mm-hmm. Um so that that would be That'd be my point on that. I also think when you're not using a tool that can give you a breakdown of everything and all you're using is the reporting that the platform gives you, when you're missing out on not only the business aspect and the information, but like the other things that can help you when it comes to tax time so that it, whether you do your taxes yourself or you have a CPA, with my reseller, Jeannie, you're getting the complete breakdown of every every little thing i cannot stress to you every little thing is on that report that the tax tax document needs not everything gives you that and if you're not tracking each area that is needed for that tax document it makes it very difficult to be able to get all the things that you should during that tax time does that make sense yeah Oh, yeah, 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 having you everything in one right. place because mm-hmm. those reports they don't give you everything in one place, they give yeah. you some things in one place, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. the expenses and the cost of goods on that report may not necessarily encompass all the expenses and all the cost of goods that you had. And, um, I think one of the great things you guys have started adding to my reseller genie is the consignment side of reselling. Um, because it is different, right? There's no cost of goods associated with that, but there is the payout cost that you have to give to the person that is consigning with you, right? Like it's a different model. Um, I know you guys have kind of started dabbling in that. So those who consign out there, what can they look forward to for my reseller genie? Yeah, so we're actually building right now a consignment uh, commission report. So you can add your consigners into my reseller genie. You can say, this is the percent commission that I pay them. And then uh, you're, if, as long as you're tagging sales with, with those consigners, you'll be able to run a report for the month or the quarter, or however often you do your payouts. And it'll say, here's all of your sales. Here's any return sales. And it'll calculate the commission out for you. Really exciting. <laughs> I was going to say, awesome. I'm excited for it because I have a friend that I'm actually like solely consigning a couple items for. And I was going to reach out to you guys because I was like, all right, now how do I, I know you did it in your last live demo, but I was like, I was going to reach out. like, I don't remember. What do I do? But now that you're coming out with this other feature soon, I'm very excited because <laughs> now it's all going to go on its own little thing. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. It's just easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that is right. We like easy. We love easy. Um, I don't want to take up too much more of your time because I know you guys have things to do. Um, but everyone who's listening, I do have a, my reseller, um, affiliate code. So that will be linked in the show notes. You will get 15% off, correct? Your first month. Um, so you can try it out. I have the ultimate plan. So I have the highest plan. I, that's the one I recommend to everyone. Cause I think it's, it's the best one. It gives you everything that you need. Um, it's very affordable. Faith and Paul are always available. If you guys have questions, if you listen to this episode and you're like, mm, I have a couple questions on things. I don't really know if this is going to work for me. They're always available. Send them an email. 
um, at support at mysellergenie.com or reach out to them on Instagram. They're very responsive. And do you guys have a live demo coming up anytime soon? So we do not have our next one scheduled, but we're probably going to have one in November. I could see that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I haven't talked to him about this. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> our, but for our last episode is on our YouTube channel. So if you wanted to look at it at that one, you can. <laughs> and then for our Patreon group, I'm going to set up some time with Paul and Faith, and they're going to do a special live demo with you guys. Um, it'll be recorded and that will be posted. So everyone in the group will have access to that. Uh, so if you have any specific questions, Patreon guys, um, leave it in the comments of this post that you get in, in the group and let me know what your questions are so that I can ask them to Paul and Faith when we do that live demo for everyone. So that's it. This was great. It's informative. I get to sit down and chat with you guys for an hour, which I haven't done in a while. So selfishly, I'm very, I'm very happy. <laughs> oh, we are too. We are yeah, too. We were really excited fun. about this. <laughs> um, any parting words you'd like to tell to the people before we go? I would just say, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, you're not alone. Um, just remember that. And if I, second thing is, if I can do it, if I can account for my business, so can you. And I mean that, guys. <laughs> Ask my husband. <laughs> I am like, I'm not numbers, numbers geared at all. But if I can do it, you can do it. And then the third and final thing is, don't feel like you have to comprehend or understand or learn all of this all at once. Guys, this is a process. Like Daniela, like you're you're still learning stuff, right? Like yeah, it, it's a process, guys. So give, give yourself time and don't put the pressure on yourself to make you think, oh, I have to understand all these accounting terms right now, or I have to understand how to use my reseller genie in a day. Just give yourself time and yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. And uh, what I would say is just kind of a lesson that um, my prior boss taught me through through demonstrating. He didn't ever like say the words, but um, I just learned about the power of consistent action over time. Mm -hmm. And so like, if you're feeling really overwhelmed with just accounting, just put in a little bit of time, just every day, so put in a little bit of time and that's going to snowball. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you'll look back in a month and be like, oh my gosh, I've made so much progress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And one last thing before I go. Um, my reseller Jeannie and Isa from Isa from the Global Collective Co. have a little collab there. Um, go to Isa's page; she breaks it down. I believe you guys broke it down on your page as well. So I know a lot of our listeners are also Isa's um, clients. So if you haven't heard about it, which I'm sure you have, if you're part of Isa's group, then you have. But if you haven't, um, head over there and or reach out to them, and and you'll be able to understand what that's all about. But that's it, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Hopefully it gave you a little more insight into what my reseller genie is and all the important aspects of accounting, understanding your business, all of those things that we tend to ignore. Um, and we will be back next week. Bye, everyone.